wisdom that will set you free. Welcome to Mystic FM. Join us on a voyage of spiritual discovery. Welcome everyone to the Mystic FM radio show, brought to you by the Ethereus Society's New Zealand branch, based in Birkenhead on Auckland's North Shore. My name's Julian Rosser, and this week we continue our series on that amazing book, The Twelve Blessings, with a look at the seventh blessing, Blessed is the Mother Earth. Mystic FM is produced by the New Zealand branch of the Ethereus Society, a worldwide spiritual organization with centers in Europe, North America, Africa, and Australasia. We were founded in 1955 by a Western master of yoga, Dr. George King, who passed on in 1997. The Ethereus Society are the custodians of a vast amount of spiritual teachings given by beings from this world and beyond, which were received through the yogic mediumship of Dr. King. We are a practical organization that holds regular services to send out spiritual power through prayer and mantra to help our suffering world. The society's motto is service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. So what are the Twelve Blessings? Well, the Twelve Blessings are a series of blessings to spiritual workers and great cosmic beings incorporating profound wisdom as well as some very beautiful prayers. They were given in London, England on 12 consecutive Sundays from July 27th to October 12th, 1958 by a great cosmic master from another planet Jesus. The Twelve Blessings offer us a deeper and more enhanced understanding of the incredible cosmos in which we live. They show us that the whole universe is alive. But as well as this, they also form a spiritual practice through which we can send out spiritual power to help our world. And the prayers which form this practice are easy to perform and can be done in a short period of time. The Twelve Blessings are a way for us to express our gratitude to those upon whom we depend for our very existence, such as the Mother Earth herself, a great and mighty Goddess upon whom we are so very fortunate to live. And they are also a way that we can heal our world by raising the consciousness of humanity as a whole. As such, they are an excellent way of improving world karma, and in turn, our own individual karma. The Twelve Blessings are performed in the same way as is any prayer, by raising the hands with the palms facing outwards, and visualizing the flow of spiritual energy as a brilliant white light, which flows out from the palms of the hands, and also from the heart. Each blessing 
was given as a cosmic transmission from the Master Jesus. And a cosmic transmission is a message given by a cosmic being, which is channeled through Dr. George King, the founder of the Aetherius Society, who was a very advanced master of yoga. On each occasion of the Twelve Blessings, Dr. King entered a positive somatic yogic trance, which is brought about by raising the power of Kundalini to a high chakra. This would allow the Master Jesus to speak through Dr. King to deliver this wonderful series of simple yet very eloquent and modern spiritual teachings to the world. So the Twelve Blessings are as follows. Firstly, blessed are they who work for peace. Blessed are the wise ones. Blessed are they who love. Blessed are the planetary ones. Blessed are the thanksgivers. Blessed are they who heal. Blessed is the Mother Earth. Blessed is the Mighty Son. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Karma. Blessed is the Great Being known as the Galaxy. Blessed are the Supreme Lords of Creation. Blessed is the Absolute. And in addition to these twelve, there is also a final blessing known as the Last Blessing which is a blessing to the Master Jesus, which was given by Dr. King himself in 1959. And at the end of most of these blessings is a prayer. Now the 12 blessings are available as a book, but also as a multi-CD album, which means you can actually hear for yourself the words of the Master Jesus himself. This is the same Jesus who visited earth 2,000 years ago. And there are also three other masters who speak through Dr. King that you can hear on those albums. There's also a series of lectures by Dr. King explaining each blessing in more depth, which is available also as a multi-CD album. And at our weekly divine services, one of the blessings is played and then the congregation joins together in the prayer at the end. And we also hold weekly 12 blessings services and power circles where we say the blessings and prayers together as a group. And anyone, regardless of their spiritual beliefs or background, can use these blessings to send out spiritual power to the world to help heal it. This week, we look at the seventh blessing, which is to the Mother Earth. And to do this, I'd like to welcome back Tanya Solberg. Good morning everyone. As Julian has mentioned, today we're going to be talking about the seventh blessing, which is to the Mother Earth. The Earth is not just a large, inanimate lump of rock upon which we live, but instead is a living entity, which is millions of years more advanced than we are in spiritual evolution. The ancient Greeks used to call her Gaia, the goddess of Earth. And she has provided a home for us for millions of years to enable us to gain the essential experience we need to progress upon our spiritual path 
towards enlightenment and ascension. We're now going to play an extract of the Master Jesus giving the seventh blessing through the mediumship of Dr. George King. As we've explained in our previous sessions, these blessings are a way in which we can radiate energy to the focal point of the blessing, which in this case is the Mother Earth. If you are listening to this in comfortable and conducive surroundings, you may like to participate in sending out energy during this very brief extract. To do this, sit with the spine straight, legs and arms uncrossed. Place your hands on your knees and take a few deep and even breaths in and out. Become very still. Now visualize a white light coming down through the top of the head, down the neck and the shoulders, and out through the palms of your hands. Now raise your hands to shoulder height with the elbows bent as you listen to the Master Jesus delivering the heading for the seventh blessing. Blessed is the Mother Earth. I would like to continue now by reading an extract from the seventh blessing. Blessed is she who in sacrifices made a space refuge for you all. Blessed is she who, instead of taking the unlimited gowns allowed to this goddess, did accept material limitation so that you, the lower aspects of God, could walk through experience back to God again. Blessed is the Logos of this earth, for she shineth like a sun doth shine, yet of purpose she hideth this light beneath a bushel of a material form which renders unto man sustenance. Blessed is the Logos of this earth. She weeps not when the vandals do tear her body with wounds. She weeps not when the fools do commit foul acts against the very nature which forms her fruits. As yet man she has borne you. I request most strongly now that you do not take such for granted. She has not as yet demanded that you change or leave. Thrice blessed is such a one as this, for by her wondrous selfless actions she proves how near unto her source she really be. Now, what we learn in this extract is that the Mother Earth sacrificed herself to be a space refuge for mankind. The history of mankind is not a pleasant one, and it stretches back far beyond this world to another planet called Maldek, which mankind destroyed through atomic experimentation. Mankind needed a new home, and the Mother Earth allowed us to take refuge upon her body. In order for us to live here, 
she's had to dampen her vibrations, hence the words, she hideth the slight beneath the bushel of a material form. In other words, her material existence is preserved in its current form, not so much for her benefit, but for the benefit of mankind. She is sacrificing herself on our behalf. She could be a far more radiant being, but this would change the atmospheric belt on the physical level around the earth, and we would not be able to inhabit this planet. It's for our benefit that she hides her light beneath the bushel of a material form at a low enough vibratory rate to cater for mankind's needs. Unfortunately, mankind as a whole has not paid the respect this great goddess deserves, but she has continued to sustain us. Let's listen now to an extract from a lecture by Dr. George King that speaks about the uncomfortable truth of mankind's abuse of this planet. Seventh blessing says, Blessed is the Mother Earth. Why not the Father Earth? Well, because that would be incorrect and quite wrong. It's a Mother Earth, not a Father Earth. It's a female intelligence, this Earth. At one time it was a great and mighty goddess who chose to suffer limitation on behalf of all the people who live on it. It chose to suffer this limitation. And what happened? Did the people, the microbes on the back of this great goddess, did they respect her for doing it? When man wants to change the course of a river, does he ask the permission of the earth before he does so? What is a river? A river is the same to the earth as one of your blood vessels are to you. Does he ask permission? No. When he wants to make a hydroelectric scheme, he makes a hydroelectric scheme in order to use the power for his own benefit. He doesn't get any permission. He gets permission from a government, but what right has any government to give permission for any hydroelectric scheme? The water doesn't belong to any government or any man. Aetherius reminds us all, point blank, we don't even own the atoms which constitute our small fingernail, never mind any part of this earth. We've only borrowed the energy in order to form it into that state so that we can use our fingernails to help us to pick up things, to gain further experience. But your bodies don't belong to you. How can they? They belong to the one source of power and energy. When man has got to the state, of course, when he puts these things in their rightful place, then he will be greatly advanced. The people on Mars wouldn't dream of making any move at all to alter the surface of their planet without gaining the permission from Mars as an entity. And so what happens? They don't need to eat. They've got bodies which will last them for thousands of years. Why? 
they've recognized a great source of power. Where? Coming from the planet as an entity. What do they do? They use this power. They're entitled to by law. They're helping the planet to advance, helping themselves to advance. Everything's more harmonious. There are no diseases on Mars or Venus or any other planet which has the same type of recognition. There's diseases on Earth, though. The weather conditions on Mars are absolutely what they want them to be. Why? Because they cooperate with the Devic realms. And they cooperate with the God, which is Mars. It's a male entity, is the Logos of the planet Mars. And they cooperate with it. Anybody here ever seen the Logos of this Earth? One day you will. I won't say you bite, I'll say you will. You won't be in a physical body when you do, but you will. And then you'll greatly appreciate what Jesus is getting at in the seventh blessing. Blessed indeed is the Mother Earth, because she's a wonderful, vibrant flame a life force, a being. Very few people in history have had even a glimpse of the true light of the Mother Earth or any part of it. One person who has is Dr. George King. This precious experience of his visit to the centre of Earth near the living heart of the planet was published in a book called Visit to the Logos of Earth. During this visit, he was allowed the supreme honour of standing before the flame of the Logos, which is the life force of the goddess Gaia. I would like to read now a very brief extract from Visit to the Logos of Earth, written by Dr. George King. The more I gazed intently into this tremendous living mystic flame, the more I seemed to understand her. I stood there transfixed, paralyzed, absolutely fascinated by the indescribable movement within this living flame. Even as I gazed in fascinated awe at the stupendous power within this flame, she seemed to change before my very eyes, and for a fraction of a second she would take on a definite shape like a large ovoid, or part of an ovoid, and then a circle, and then millions of squares, oblongs, pyramids, hexagons. And then these would disappear, and the flame itself would revert back to giant multicoloured fingers of mystic fire reaching upwards. I could view this through the large arch, which must have been, and this is only a guess, at least 150 to 200 feet wide and 200 or 300 feet tall. I was gazing at the life form of a cosmic being so advanced as to become the logos of a planet. The thought was staggering. The sight was so magnificent as to be terrifying. How many men before me 
have been awed by this experience I do not know. But I do know that I was thrilled to my very soul. Seldom have I lived as I lived then. The earth cannot forever hold up her own evolution to support mankind. She holds dormant within her body tremendous spiritual powers. She will gradually release these, raising all the vibrations around this earth. This will bring into manifestation the prophesied new age of enlightenment, peace and brotherhood. It will virtually become a heaven on earth. But not every person will have realized their spiritual potential and be able to adapt to these heightened vibrations. Those not ready will be reborn upon another planet. I'd like to read now another extract from Dr. George King's book, Visit to the Logos of Earth, which talks about our future on this earth. Despite the uncertainties of the future, with thermonuclear bombs a constant threat to man's existence. The new age will come to this planet to those who are ready. Those who are not ready for this change will be born again on another planet in this solar system, which is younger than this earth and as primitive from a purely surface point of view as she was millions of years ago. And then man will have to work his way back through his respective lives so that he may learn to worship, love and work for God. Those who by karmic law, manipulated by their own correct thought and action, have deserved to inherit the bright new age, will do so upon this beautiful green planet, Earth. I have known these truths for years. The initiation I received while in the holy presence of the great lords and while before the Logos herself has reinforced this knowledge. If you would be wise, then start an investment today by putting good, unselfish deeds into a spiritual bank account, which will pay the highest dividends of all. And let some of those deeds be performed directly for the benefit of the earth as a holy entity. Note that, as a holy entity, not just a source of physical sustenance. And I know from my own experience that when you do this, you will be guided and given the strength and knowledge to succeed and evolve. The earth upon whom you live is a most sacred and holy being. Always treat her as such. Always work for her as such. Always bless her as such. Go with God. Next time that you walk outside, particularly if you are somewhere in nature, then think about these words written by Dr. George King in Visit to the Logos of Earth. The most holy, the most sacred, the most godlike being you have ever physically touched is the ground beneath your feet. Then think about the Mother Earth and send your love and blessings to her in thankfulness for what she has done and continues to do for mankind. When you perform this blessing, she will return an energy to you which is called the violet flame. Let's listen now to Dr. King talk about this sacred energy. Send your blessing to this great, vibrant being 
not so much because she needs your individual blessing but because this gives her a opportunity to alter your vibrations and your vibrations altered make a one better cell in the body of the whole and the energy that you receive from the earth has been known in the mystery schools as the energy of the violet flame the mystery schools have not told you that it is the energy of the violet flame that that you receive from the earth logos but it is so it is absolutely so you can see it you can feel it you can hear it you can hear this energy as it courses past your eardrums it sounds like a high wind you can feel it in the springtime especially try the practice of the violet flame standing in your bare feet on a lawn especially in a dewy morning make sure it's not too cold just try it especially try it at night try it at night when it's as dark as possible in some very dark room go out of your way to make a room dark and then try it especially a ground floor room and you'll find that after a bit of practice that room's no longer dark it's not your imagination close your eyes it's still no longer dark that around you is this violet hue let it come up through you as a vibrant oaring or a cleansing fire until you can feel it now at the end of each of the blessings the master jesus gives a prayer which can be used by us to direct energy to help mankind in the world. I would like to finish today's session with the prayer from the end of the seventh blessing. If you would like to join in sending out energy to the world and are listening to this in comfortable surroundings, then sit up straight and close your eyes. Now visualize a brilliant beam of white light coming down through the top of your head, down the spine, and bring this white light into your heart center, which is located in the aura about 12 centimeters in front of your breastbone. Feel your heart center alive, glowing brightly, powerfully, as it fills with this white light. Now visualize the Mother Earth beneath your feet and then request for her violet flame to come up, come up through your feet and legs. Take it right up through your body and aura and see it stretching way above your head. See yourself surrounded in this violet protective and transmuting flame. Now raise your palms to shoulder height and visualize the white light coming out from the palms of your hands and out to the world as I read the prayer following the seventh blessing. Almighty Creator, let the wondrous beams of your majestic power flow through all the children upon the earth this very moment so that they may reach upwards and realize the divinity of their heritage. The Master Jesus then ends the blessing with these words. 
adorable children, go with God. And if you would like to find out more about anything we've talked about today, then you can do so at our website, which is tas.co.nz. That's tas.co.nz. And there you can buy the 12 Blessings book for yourself. There are also links through to our international website, which has even more information. And the international website is aetherius.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. And on the international website, you'll find lots more to read, some more podcasts to listen to. And you can also purchase the audio recordings of the transmissions themselves, as well as the book. And of course, the ebook is also available from iTunes, Google Play, Kobo, and Amazon Kindle. In our next show, we'll look at the eighth blessing, which is to the mighty sun. Now the sun rises in the east each day, day in, day out. It is so reliably consistent that we really take it for granted, never paying much heed. But it is much more than most people think it is. It's continually radiating prana, or universal life force, from which all matter is composed. Our bodies, our planet, and in fact all planets in the solar system, are really just solidified sunlight in one way or another. So tune in next time for a fascinating look at the eighth of the twelve blessings. Blessed is the mighty sun. Thank you for listening to Mystic FM. Brought to you by the Aetherius Society. Tune in next time for more cosmic spirituality because it is wisdom that sets you free.